being a trooper, man, just be careful. You know, yeah. just be careful. I don't want nothing to happen to you on, on the stream. Yeah, just tip to everyone else. Do not catch a random elbow. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's tough when you be playing sports. I haven't played in so long, man. I, not not contact. It's been a long time. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. I think we're live now. Look like we're good to go. And this is First and Frame Rates episode 230. Yeah, yeah, we're good. And um, I don't know why my audio is going through my um, speakers, but that's okay. Not complaining about that. Probably got something not hooked up. Yeah, it's probably either. Just, uh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Never mind. I got it. I got it. I just had to resync it to my own uh, ear um headphones. First and frame rates two hundred and thirty. Myself uh and DJ eighty one. We're here once again with you, and we're gonna talk about a few things. Um, here we talk about sports and sports gaming. We also try to mix that up and intertwine them. Um, uh, se- well, not intertwine. Try to keep them separate at times when we talk about real life sports and real and real gaming. But um, the main thing is we just uh, try to keep it under sports and sports gaming. Before we get started, if you guys don't know already, and I guess we'll probably, um, I guess it's something to celebrate real quick. I know we don't try to go under this umbrella, but, you know, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all charges on the George Floyd case. I think it's a good day as far as um, relations between uh, police and uh, civilians. It may not sound like that now, but I think, you know, it's all emotion going on now because of the verdict just passed. But I think within the weeks, maybe, you know, maybe a month from down the road, I think we all will take something from this outside of just the verdict. But um, I, I think it's a good day in the criminal justice system, in my opinion. Uh, outside of that, today we're going to talk about MLB The Show 21. That released recently. We're also going to talk about gamers uniting over um, not only just the PlayStation 3 situation, but we're going to talk about that in general, how valuable it is and what we can learn from that. And we're going to talk about Alex Smith because he retired. And uh, we're going to talk about a, a little situation with him regarding to his legacy on the NFL. Uh if you want to catch everything um, that we do outside of this a podcast, the links are down in the description. Also, all that good stuff, the Patreon, the uh, Discord. Um, I think what else we have down there? Yeah, I got so much stuff down there. The VFCast channel, my Twitch channel, DJ's Twitch channel, um, PayPal, Cash app. I know DJ has one as well. Um, if you can send me that, I'll um, post that up as well. Actually, I think a lot of people get a chance to see that when I do my show because I have it just running at the bottom. So if you guys ever want to know that, come to the show, wink, (laughs) and you'll see it. Kind of got it, kind of got it like that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to show mine too much, man. It's just I I don't know. Maybe one day I need to start doing that. Oh, the ticker of it as well. There's the ticker. Yeah, I always go into it, but like if you want to, you don't have to. But just saying. Right, that's the right. way I always do it. So, right. So, uh, I think my banner just went haywire. Did you see that, or did it go uh, off? Oh, it went off. Okay, there it is. Mm-hmm. No, it's just my banner look haywire on the on the screen, but it's not on the actual video. Weird, mm-hmm. weird. But anyway, um, let, let's go into the intro, DJ. How have you been? How, uh, you had a little rough weekend. Uh, let everybody know what's up. Yeah. Um, I am definitely in the concussion protocol. Uh, I was. I had a run in with a uh, defender while I was uh, cont- going after uh, a pass in the air and caught an elbow right in the jaw. Ouch, um, ouch, that hurts. And the guy was like, I probably was probably giving away at least 100-something pounds. Wow, I 
<laughs> yeah, dropped out. Um, I was giving away at least a hundred something pounds, so I caught his whole elbow in my jaw, like right here, like mm-hmm. right at the joint. I thought it was dislocated at first, but I, I know I immediately had a headache as I went down to the ground with the pain. And then it was just like, I, the, the funny thing about it is that, um, you know, I, I kept playing. I didn't really feel it until obviously on Monday, yesterday, just mm-hmm. after, after the adrenaline wore, wore off and everything, all of a sudden dizziness, you know, headaches, uh, sudden fatigue and not really sensitivity to light, but I couldn't really focus and, you know, low energy right now. I spent mostly today, I kept my curtains closed for the most part. Right, uh, right. Didn't do a whole lot. Um, if I feel worse, I would definitely go to the doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. keep that in the back of man. Be careful when you do fall asleep or all the other good stuff because, you know, concussions are nothing to play with. And if you need to fall back and take a break on the podcast, I can uh, stir the ship, in, uh, you know, if, if need be. Um, shout out to everybody who was here so far. A couple people clicked the like button. I know some people usually get here a little bit late. That is fine. No worries. And um, I guess... Um, if you uh, well before we go in i guess i can give a little bit more into my intro um i've been playing a handful of games on the xbox series s um i'm playing medium you know the game that we was talking about before that game is actually that game is not what you think it is i'll just put it that way because you know me and you was looking at the game we thought it was gonna be pretty cool it's gonna be a pretty hype game it's, it's not a bad game but it's not it's not enough it's not a it's not a mu- as much action in it that I thought it to be. It kind of reminds me similar to like um like a Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls type game. Oh. It, it seems like it's one of those games. And, I mean, it's not bad by any means, but when I was playing it, I was like, well, I thought something was going to happen, but it's more of a like a, a psychological puzzle type game. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but if you think that game is an action game like it was presented, you may be mistaken. Maybe it, it, it becomes one later on, but I've I've gotten probably about four hours into it, and I'm like, eh. yeah, I'm waiting for the climb, you know, the climax. But um, but it, it's worth playing its own Game Pass. I mean, if you want to try it out, um, let let's get into MLB The Show 21. That's another game I've been playing on Game Pass on the Xbox. Uh, it it released um for everyone who bought the premium package on Friday, I think. Yes, it did. And the ones who didn't, who just got it on Game Pass or just bought the regular like me, um, you got it on today. And I played about an hour, maybe, you know, a little over an hour of it. Mm-hmm. I, I was pleasantly surprised, I'm sorry, pleasantly surprised by the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack is pretty good. I was actually surprised to hear Juvenile on there. I was, I, I'm big on on um, South um, rap music, and I heard um, Juvenile's song. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the intro, I know everybody was talking about the intro. I I, I like the intro. It was pretty neat. It was pretty dope. Um, but the main thing is, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. The uh, mechanics of the game. I love the mechanics. They feel very more. They feel very intuitive. They feel responsive, much more than the last generation. Um, I also feel that uh, the pitching, I know this one thing you was talking about prior to scoring live, you mm-hmm. wanted to get more acclimated with the pitching mechanic that they, the new one that they have. Um, I'm used to it because I played a lot of 2K baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say about it, it is a little bit slower 
than the 2K Baseball one because 2K Baseball is just one big motion. This one is more in tune with the motion of the pitcher. And I had to learn that because I was doing, the, I was I was pitching two, I was moving the motion too fast because of the, because um, 2K was just like one really quick motion and the pitcher, after that, the pitcher would actually pitch the ball. In, two, in, in MLB The Show, it, you have to do the motion that has to sync with the pitcher's motion of the uh, or the animation. So I had to learn that, but it's very, very accurate. Very accurate. It's more accurate than the PS, um, I'm sorry, the MLB 2K. They've done a great job with it. It just takes some more getting used to if you're used to the 2K version. Hitting, that's one thing I definitely was on. The hitting is much more responsive. It actually works correctly. I'm glad that it's done correctly this time because the PS4 version, even the PS3 version, just felt wonky at times when you were hitting. The contact of the of the ball do feel like you're contacting the ball. And uh, I think everything else is, is really didn't need to be touched because most for the most part, MLB The Show is already a really good game. So my main thing was basically the batting and the pitching mechanic, which... Um, like I said, once I got used to it, it yeah, I, I love it. Um, but uh, DJ, I want to get your thoughts on it as well. Now, the first question is, what difficulty level do you have it on? Because this is going to go into the pitching mechanic. I got it on, I got it on veteran. I, I just put it straight on default. All right. So I started out on veteran, and I quickly jumped to Hall of Fame because that pitching meter goes faster on Hall of Fame than it does okay. on veteran. Okay, okay. So That's good that, to know. So that'd, yeah. be, that'd be more than what I'd be used to then if I right. go there. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of times when I was on veteran with that pit, they call it uh, pinpoint accuracy yeah, or pinpoint, pinpoint, right. pinpoint pitching is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the name of the mechanic. And I was, I found myself going too fast. Right. I did the same so, thing. So yeah, when I went to Hall of Fame, that's when I was like, oh, I got more green, got more green got more green but the important thing about the motion is finishing the pitch it's at that part that last part where you slam down on the right analog to match up with where you place the pitch whether it's to the right or to the left that's Mm -hmm. called finishing the pitch and that is the actual release timing okay that makes sense now because i didn't have i had a couple of wild pitches and i didn't know what it was Right. But once I got the accuracy down, I didn't have many wild pitches. But that makes sense now because there were times like, say, if what there was a pitch that you actually had to pull down to pitch, I was mm-hmm. getting way more accuracy between that. So I should do that with all my pitches now. See, I didn't yeah, know all, that. All of them. And, and right. the thing is, it showed that before every pitch, when you get when you select the pitch, it will demo it for you. And if you start right after it gets to that the last part at the top you won't see when you have to hit down right every pitch you have to finish the pitch you have to finish it's like a follow-through whatnot yeah, it's basically a follow-through okay i got so, you oh that, that's perfect then I, I, that makes total sense right so every pitch is different uh pitches deliveries also dictate how fast this thing goes I've, I had the benefactor of having Max and Steven Strasberg as far as my uh, test subjects, as far as with this. <laughs> and they, I'm like, Strauss pitches from the stretch. So a lot of his are kind of like short winded, but they're still long because he's, he's still slow in his delivery. Max, full wind up, 
same thing, lengthy. But when you get to the um, relievers or some of the stars that have a faster wind-up, faster one, a, right? Even the ones that have a wonky uh, delivery, there's probably an adjustment for that as well. But yeah, okay. the the most important part is finishing the pitch, like because when I've if I, you release it too late and you're trying to finish the pitch, it'll stop it in the middle, mm-hmm. and it'll be just like you know how like folks um, criticize unfinished games and how it like looks crazy and stuff like that. It's it's the same thing with that. Um, there were a couple of times that as you get into the game, you sometimes you forget to finish like there's a natural tendency to just leave it there and then you're like oh shit i forgot to finish right so the important thing with that mechanic especially on the higher difficulty levels because if you don't finish they're going to finish you off <laughs> right 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 and that's not and that's going to be crazy and just to add on i've seen uh, i've seen two other uh content creators that were having issues initially because they didn't understand that final aspect uh i think it was sgo who put out a review for mlb the show and uh-huh. uh the guy uh he goes i think it's like the sim sports gamer but his real name his uh actual name he goes by schneid okay uh, he's one of the people that i found on operation sports that does a lot of sliders 2k uh mlb madden and stuff like that and i watched this stream and we actually were all like just talking and working through how to go through that mechanic. He eventually figured it out after about 10 batters, but you know, that, that is a clutch mechanic to have. And I'm glad, even though a lot of us are familiar with it from the 2k series and also familiar with another part of it from the golf series, whether it was uh, the golf club or, or uh, Rory McIlroy, the EA golf golf game. Right. I, yeah. See, the thing is, my first time when I was playing it, or when I started, I, I walked the first person. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to get used to this. But I struck out the last two. Albeit, both of them, they they hit a foul ball on on at least, both of them hit a foul ball at least one time. So it wasn't like a legit, you know, I ain't going to say a legit strikeout, but it wasn't one of the strikeout that you want. But I, I managed to strike out, you know, at least... Um, I think by the time I finished the first game, I got like six strikeouts. It was, I thought it was pretty cool, but I think I'd be more successful, like you said, like if I did finish the pitch or it may be more challenging once I go up into the uh, difficulty because I'm used to that faster pace when it comes to pitching. So that that should be something I look into. Um, I plan on doing the road to the show. I, par- I plan on streaming that. I'll be streaming that on the Twitch channel. I don't know if I'm going to do that tonight or anytime tomorrow, um, but I do plan on... Um, streaming you know that because that's i think that's one thing i want to you know put out there because i think road to the show is an excellent um i think it's an excellent mode and i think and i will get into this in a second but a lot of people are having issues with road to the show and online i mean obviously online yeah but um the metacritic scores they're like way out of i'm actually surprised how what they are because I think even the the regular you know journalists are giving this game between an eighty and a seventy five. I mean, what what do you think about that? Well, without really knowing where their where the basis for their reviews are, um, if they're like me, then I wouldn't understand uh, the game. Like, because I w- I would judge it mostly on the gameplay. 
and and for me it's like gameplay than than the modes but um and this is and this is one of the games that actually you can do that with. I mean, this is right. not like a Madden situation where you're looking at the modes first because the modes are lacking so bad. The gameplay on this is so good, you want to see if they actually improved it or not. And it looked like for the most part, the gameplay is just, is is great. I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, because they definitely did improve in the gameplay aspects. You know, being on the the, the current gen, not the next gen, with the PS4 Pro. Uh, the batting is improved to the level that you mentioned for your for the Series S. So I'm like, that was a plus in their department. I know the Xbox users are having a good time uh, batting-wise. There's a bunch of animations that actually make more sense. There's not. I haven't come across an instance of the ball going through the bat. That's um, what I. That's why I did a lot of batting. That's yeah. one of because. I don't care what anybody says. They may have bugs in MLB The Show 20. They may have bugs in these other games. But even the small bugs that was outside of MLB The Show 20, the games played a very decent game of baseball. My main issue was that, and that's why I did a lot of batting prior to me, you know, talking about it. Right. So a lot of the swing and misses were like real legit swing and misses. Like you had... um Like I threw it... Like I struck out... I, I was batting on Hall of Fame. I struck out do a change up and instead of him of uh soto and i was playing the met playing against the mets instead of soto like swinging like i had the timing down he swung pretty much underneath the ball <laughs> so because the ball was on the inside part of the plate and he's left-handed so it's like i had the perfect timing but since it's a change up my bat had already reached the spot where a fastball would have been but since it was a change up kind of comes in with a little bit more loft to it. So it it kind of drags it as it gets to a spot. So he swung under it. Sometimes you can swing it change ups typically you swing out in front and, and and are ahead of it and you miss it that way. And sometimes it leads you to a type of swing where you're like just leaning and reaching for uh doing a swing. Right. So definitely good there. Oh a tiny detail um Ball physics wise, and I highlighted this in a video I, I put out on Twitter, was the fact that the ball rotation actually affected the ricochet once it hit the ground. Like the ball's spinning one way, then it bounced, hit the wall. As it, it was back spinning as it hit the ground, it literally hit the ground and kind of slightly came back a little bit. Wait a I was minute. Just, I was like, I was like, that's that's a nice touch. Oh, like I because normally you would see it just bounce and then bounce straight up or keep going. So, but the bad part was how the fielder fielded it. And I know it was supposed to be expressed in a backhanded motion, but the fielder kind of just did this and the ball went through the glove. He was able to field it. And then he was able to throw it. And I was just like, ah, we need that backhand to open the glove up because there's still instances of that. And that's the that's the little issue I have with it as of right now. All right. They're saying there's a real uh, – a lot of people Metacritic. I'm looking at it right now. A lot of people saying that there is a real big problem with Road to the Show. Um, before I get in that, Chris Thomas says he's enjoying MLB The Show. This is his first playing it since uh, – especially me playing on the Xbox Series X. Mm -hmm. Where's the egg? I don't know where the eggs. He still want Easter eggs. <laughs> I don't know where the Easter eggs at, baby. 
What, what, what? Do you know if mommy put them somewhere or are they up front? I don't know either. Okay, yeah, you can take that. Um, what I was saying is like a lot of people saying that Diamond Dynasty is tied with MLB Road to uh, tied the road to the show. Why is that? Oh, I heard there was. Yeah, I, I'm was looking at I'm looking at Metacritic right now. A lot of people are saying that. Why would they do that? I think somebody is saying that they're trying to get a lot of the offline players to. This is the situation that Madden did. Remember how you got duped into um, Mutt through right. draft. To draft champions, uh-huh. See, they're trying to get people in the Diamond Dynasty. Right. That's what that's what one user suspected. That that's I would not be surprised. On. I'm not even gonna lie, I would because some people are saying that this is um is uh, a lot of people saying this is um laced with microtransactions because of it. Right. What? And then <sighs> there, there, and obviously nah, see, I, I will say this. I don't mind playing this game for what it is, playing straight up baseball. I have no problem with that. The reason why I say Road to the Show is very um, streamable because it's, it's very quick, fast, it makes sense, and it still lines up with playing the game on um, as a, like a real baseball game. Nothing wonky happens when you simulate. So I have no problem doing that as a stream. I, I could still play the game streaming it uh, with full, like if I still wanted to play like a dynasty or something, I could do that. But if they did this with Road to the Show, I don't like I said before. I don't warrant it. I don't think it deserves a zero. But I understand why people would get upset because there's a lot of zeros out here saying because of that. Now here's another thing, and I was talking with Bills about this because um, he did his role to the show character and was going through it. And and interesting enough, he actually won his copy through a contest. So he okay. So put on awesome. him that he wasn't able. He didn't have to pay for this one. But he was saying that his road to show character was forced to pitch, I think, for an inning. So no matter what character you put in, they Hello. put you in a situation where you pitch. Hello. And for me, you know, I like one, I want to I, obviously I'm an infielder. So my pitcher, my player is going to be an infielder, but I accessorize him to be that. So my pitcher is not going to look right with tape the white tape the batting gloves in the glove obviously he won't have the batting glove on the other hand when he's pitching the eye black and all this stuff that most that i would wear is i would don as an infielder is he's steady trying a, to wave at you and you ignore him i know because i'm doing it for a reason i'm, I'm <laughs> bust, remember <laughs> i know i know no this is all i'm just trying to yeah i'm just eye wise i see him but i'm not trying to Focus because that's what gets me in trouble with these uh -uh. symptoms. And for those that have joined in late, I'm experiencing concussion. Oh. Concu uh, you can tell, yeah, oh, concussion symptoms like from a game this past Sunday. So if I appear kind of like Luffy or Loopy or whatever, it's that. So, yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out, DJ for being a trooper throughout this attack. Don't put that in your mouth, boy. <laughs> that's not funny. Give me this, oh nasty. Um. So, Anyway, um, I, I I can see why people are saying this is a problem. If that's the case, go go see if Mama can give you some candy or something. Give you some chocolate because you don't need to be eating that. Go right. See if you can get some chocolate. Uh, and, and and for everybody who was there uh, this past Thursday, note the jersey that BF has on. Note that it's also a long jersey. <laughs> to avoid what happened last time. So. Stupid man. <laughs> 
But um, I, like I said, I played the game. I don't have a problem with the game. I think the game plays very well. I can understand why people could say this is a problem with Road to the Show. Um, I, I totally get it. Some people are saying they're online problems. I, I have nothing to say about the online stuff. That's always been an issue. I, I, really, I really don't. Because I, we've been knowing this for, what, seven years now? Or eight oh, yeah. years now. The game okay. came out in yeah. The game came out late 2013, 24. We yeah. we known that online issues was a problem. Yeah, that's why one of in a SGO's review he noted that uh, the absence of online franchise and stuff like that was like right. well because the servers are still not up to par because even uh, Snipe, uh the Sim Sports gamer, I think that's his. Uh, I remember correctly, but he was even saying he was having issues getting his pre-order rewards um, when he streamed on the initial on the Friday stream uh, release night. So, and when I was uh, going through and even exiting the game, I experienced long uh, loading times just exiting the game because it was still trying to register or try to communicate with the server and the server was down at the time. So it actually extended the exiting from a game because it couldn't contact the servers to give you your points or whatever. Right. And it's just like, it's just a mess. So you wouldn't want an online franchise mode with this shit going on. No, it it, is absolutely terrible. You know, all this other stuff, but you know, I think at the end of the day, it does play a pretty good game of baseball. I mean, I don't have an issue with the the game, what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a baseball game. It plays baseball. It plays very well. But uh, I am a little worried about the road to the show thing. Um, I am worried about... uh, I'm not really worried about the online stuff, but I am worried about road to the show because that's one of the things a lot of people like to play. Um, The user review scores right now... I could put it on the screen. I don't know why I keep talking about it and not showing it. Um, We could put the Metacritic scores up real quick. Um, right now, it's giving it a 5.4 out of 10. Um, I think the uh, this is the user score. I think the critic score is somewhere around 70 or 75 or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's 76. The user score is 70. I mean, uh, critic review is 76. I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say it's warranted or it's not because I haven't played enough to say that. I don't even know what the game is if I give it a rating because I only played like a little over an hour of it. But I will say immediately, I know that this this probably plays like one of the best games of baseball I've played since MLB The Show 14. So, I mean, as of right now, I'm, I can't agree with it, but I can't give it a score either. Hmm. You know, so uh, I don't know. Um, like I said, I'll get into it, you know, probably later on tonight. Probably get into uh, to it tomorrow, definitely. Probably, uh, I don't know if it depends on how inter, in, uh, intertwined Road to the Show and Diamond Dynasty is. I may just drop that mode altogether and just play like probably regular play now games. Probably play a a, a, a season on the dynasty. I don't know if I'm gonna play a whole 100 plus games, but um, I I, w- I do want to play something to keep a um, you know, to keep you know to play you know to show some content. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go on M- um, MLB the show? Oh wow! Oh, people in the, people in the comments, let us know what you thought. I know Chris Thomas said what he thought. If you played the game, let us know as well. I'm I'm sitting there looking because I I I've had MLB the show playing in the background I, and you know I had the cheaters play against the uh, the yuppies Yankees and apparently Houston just won on a walk off so Obi Wan if you're even watching or listening in the archives or whatever your team your team of cheaters just won 
Somebody <laughs> was banging on the trash can and he knocked it out. So um, <laughs> one thing I did want to talk about was the graphical differences. Oh, wow. There's, yeah. there's, there's one one in particular that I noticed in Schneid's uh, stream was the flock of birds that accumulated out in the outfield flying. This was at uh, Camden Yards. The settings for that game was a June, uh, was the month of June, 7 p.m. ball game. Uh, it was Nats versus, this is on his, his channel, uh, Nats versus Orioles. In the intro, I saw a bird, probably a seagull, flying, just just one. And then by like later in the in- innings, like fifth, sixth inning, I seen like four or five of them just flying around out in the outfield. Oh, wow. And like, I know because the, the harbor is just down the street, so there's water nearby. So right. this would make sense. That it makes sense. A nice right. touch. Yeah. That makes but sense. I have yet to see that in the current gen version. And I'm calling bullshit. Only people <laughs> call, calling bullshit because uh, MLB 20, they were flying helicopters and jets in the sky in certain shots at certain stadiums, in particular Shea Stadium or Met Stadium. I go to play there again today, and I get a shot that a jet is flying directly underneath the camera view and over the stadium. I'm just like, but I can't get I can't get those flock of birds out right. at Camden Yards. But I could still get a helicopter. I'm like, come on, like, like, come on, baby. Okay. That and and this is why I, overall I I'm sorry to get into this rant. This is why overall sports games get an L. The next gen sports games get an L because. You're asking people to pay an extra ten dollars, seventy dollars total, for stuff that you easily could fit into current gen, and this is another example. You we we have jets flying overhead in the current gen, but we can't get birds though. It's like next gen. The selling point for MLB the show is stadium creator and some flock of goddamn birds. And my my thing is it's it's nice, but I I just play baseball. I mean I'm I'm, I'm not gonna be looking for. It. I get it, but if the baseball game is good, I mean I'm not too concerned about it. I understand about authenticity, but at the end of the day, if it plays a good game of baseball, I'm I'm trying to strike the next man out. I I can give two shits about the man, birds. That's, that, that's, that's that's I I'm just hey, I'm just being honest. I'm just, I mean I mean I mean that's almost like. Stand there, no birds there in Atlanta. It's just balls launching out the yeah. stadium or whatnot. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that's my thing. Like, it's like but we're talking I just about immersion per stadium, though. I'm like, it's. I, I understand this is not going to be at every stadium, but at least once I saw that in that stream, and I was like, okay, that makes sense because that's a part of the environment of Camden Yards. It's about immersion, the environment. You know, this game already is at the top level. As far as the immersion graphical, no, I, you know, I, I get it, and and I and don't get me wrong, I want that to be in the game, but is it? A, I, I'm not gonna say it's a deal breaker, but I, I'm I'm to the point where like they need to go ahead and put this stuff in the game. But I was like, my main thing, like say for instance, the birds, I get it, it needs to be there. My main thing is like like with Madden, like you take the umpires off of first and third base, and I got a problem. 
You know what I'm saying? Not, not that's a problem. But the birds, I get it. But it's like, all right, y'all need to do better. Planes definitely do better. Uh, but I'm like, I, at the to, end of the day, it's just like I, I'm sorry to cut in, but it's like, look, at the end of the day, they're asking gamers to pay seventy dollars for these next gen sports games, and to me, it's just another example of nickel and diming, and it's. I, I, oh, I agree. I, I wish you had only that, that. Other than that, I'm like, if they weren't nickel and diming us, I wouldn't worry about those birds either. Right. But they put them birds there. They should be there for current gen too, because you can do it. You got the jets and the helicopters in there, current gen. Why can't we get birds? I'm just saying. Now, when you say current gen, because you confuse people, which one, which one are you meaning? Okay. First of all. We we still refer to PS5 and Xbox Series S as next gen. That's next right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't want to yeah. confuse yeah. people. People would get you. confused thinking because it, it, you know, and it's funny the people that would get confused are the ones that don't even have a next gen system. I'm like, yeah. how you get confused? <laughs> but anyway, I I, I get it. I get but it. I will say, I, like I said, I have the Series S, and um, I think the game is running at 1440p. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I know which YouTube is perfect for that game. Yeah, I was saying, I think it is. I'm, I, I can't be 100% sure it may be running at 4K because I think it runs at 4K on PS4 and Xbox on Xbox One X. So mm-hmm. I would think it's running at 4K. I don't have my, my 4K TV. And now I, could, I should put it on my monitor. But my 4K TV doesn't show you the resolution of, of games or, or stuff like It only shows resolution of television shows and, and um or whatever the case may be. But if I put like the game in, it won't tell you that it's 4K. I actually have to figure that out another way. But um, the monitor would show me. I, I need to just put it on my, my monitor right here. But I, I, I want to say if the game runs at 4K on the you know PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, I, I would think that it's running 4K as well on the Series S. But um, the game looks phenomenal. I mean, I got it HDR. 4K, I don't know 4K, but the HDR and the um, graphics and the and the resolution looks fantastic. The game looks beautiful, and um, I'm I'm highly um, impressed with what I have with this small console. Same thing with Madden. I was playing Madden on it. Now I take it that's running at 4K as well. If the last you know the PS4 Pro and stuff can run those at 4K as well, beautiful looking game on my 4K TV. Um, I gotta say, if if you can and you can't find the other consoles, I I, I am not against buying the uh, the S. It, it it's it's a pretty pretty good little device. Um, Joe Numbers, what's going on? Quayface, how you guys are doing? Complimentary, Chris Thomas, if you guys are still here. Um, Joe Numbers said, buy both consoles if you can to get the best of both worlds. I'm already planning on doing that. Um, I'm still trying to find a PS5 or a Series X, either one. Um. Uh, he also has the Madden play well on the Xbox. So, yes, it plays very well. Um, I'm going to probably be streaming that as well sometime this week. I'm definitely going to be doing that. I did a video on, I did a breakdown video, believe it or not. I did that on um on the channel uh last week as well. And um no, that anything that I've, I've played on this, I threw at it 1440p. That's what it says, 120 plus frames. I can attest that it does run up to 120 on the games that I played. I played um, Outriders, 1440p, 100 um, 100 plus frames. I have a 144 hertz monitor. Works fine. Um, I played uh, a couple other games. High frame rate. It does does what it's supposed to do. It's good as advertised. I will give it a lot of credit for that. 
Um, I, I guess that's it for that. You wanna? I'm gonna go ahead and jump over to the Gamers Unite uh, situation. It's something that um, not just the retro gaming community needs to do. I think uh, a lot of gamers in uh, in general need to do this, especially when they see something wrong. Um, uh, well, oh, real quick. Start, me, oh, go ahead. I'm gonna step away for a quick second. I'll be right back. Go ahead. You good? Joe Number said, I saw that breakdown with the D-line pressure caused the incompletion. Hopefully, they expand on that. I, I totally agree with that as well. Um, it was really nice how they did it, too, because it wasn't like um, it wasn't like one of these situations where, like, you see the D-line in Madden where it's like a certain player uh, or a sync. It, it'd be synced between two players where they do the same animation. This one player actually had, um, he had power over the other player where the other linemen were struggling. So it's like now it's not just like the defensive linemen are doing a sink a sink type move where both of the D linemen are getting past the offensive linemen. It's like yo the matchups really matter. This D lineman is actually having problems or the offensive lineman is actually having problems with the um with the defensive tackle. Chris Thomas said, "Yeah, especially if you're trying to get items for the road to the show like yeah, it, yeah, you talk about MLB the show. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I agree with that." Um, yeah, it, it's just that you want to, you want to have matchups really matter at the end of the day. And I think that's what they're doing as far as, um, I think that's what they're doing as far as what they did on Madden so far. Hopefully they'll keep that up. Let's get into this game is unite thing. Like DJ, while he's out for a second, um, I know he's, he said he think he suffered a concussion in his, um, bat, uh, in the football game that he had this weekend. Hopefully he's feeling well. Hopefully nothing crazy's happened. He said he'd be back. Uh, nevertheless, I'll continue to um, hold it down. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button. Go ahead and, and share this podcast. Let people know what we're doing over here. Still trying to grow not only this podcast, but I do the VF cast on the other channel. That link is down in the description. Um, over there, I talk about more the regular gaming stuff outside of sports. Kind of, you're probably going to get somewhat of a taste what the VF cast is like in this next topic. So you can check that out. Also, I'm on Twitch. Get the frame rate gear, um, the Patreon. All that stuff is down there in the description below. So hopefully you guys will be able to check that out. Gamers Unite. Gamers United, when it came down to this PS3 thing, they, uh, the PS3, you know, the store was closing. And all the gamers got together saying, hey, we want this store to be open. A lot of people went to the store, looked at all the stuff that was there. There's a lot of good stuff still there. So people started buying the stuff. They said they don't want the store to go down. So um basically they they let their voices be heard the playstation 3 the playstation um vita store is going to continue to be open for the foreseeable future it's not going to be down in july like they said there was now there's one store that's going to be down is the playstation plus not the PlayStation, but the, the psp and with that being said the psp store is going to be down so i'm going to try to buy some games for my psp <laughs> Um, I don't, I'm not big on handhelds, but I always thought this handheld was pretty cool. So I'm going to see if I could buy some exclusive games off the PSP because that, that's going to be closing on July 2nd. Nevertheless, let's get into this as far as the game is unite. They united and they made some change. DJs, um, you're good. Everything's good. You're good. As of right now. Yeah. All right. If you about to pass out, man, let us know. We don't want to see that live. Oh, it's, uh, not a, it's not an issue of me passing out. It's just. I'm just trying to find a spot to look at. And <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, 
why is it so difficult for gamers to unite on certain topics or certain issues in the gaming community? Unlike how we've seen with um, this past thing with the PlayStation 3 store or any other situation where gamers uh, got together and made change. Why is it so difficult or why is this very rare? Why does it happen more than it needs to be? Hmm. That's the million dollar question. It seems like it, it, it seems like certain like okay for example mass effect three uh that was one other, that was one situation i'm just trying to figure out um obviously there's uh battle battlefront 2 mm-hmm. as far as loot boxes um trying to figure out another situation even just recently as much as i don't like the the little bit that they gave us as far as like updates but even with madden finally coming around fixed franchise mode right um there was, a, there was another one i can't remember oh when xbox tried to go to 120 dollars a year right that was another one and this will turn into the argument that i kind of ranted on the last segment that was and people can't come together on this 70 dollar price tag being <laughs> way too so it's just like there's people who have different priorities when it comes to like they'll prioritize that okay i'm willing to pay 70 dollars, and sometimes they'll take the side of the company which sometimes doesn't make any sense because just you know moments ago you took the side of consumers and saying that you know that's bullshit that you know you lied about franchise mode but you're willing to pay in the same breath from that same company 70 dollars for said game for, for, the same, for, the, for, for the exact same game right so <laughs> i think people just don't understand that a lot of their priorities wind up counteracting contradicting um their their stances so it's just like um you know the out outcry can be so high and and be responded to for one thing now all of a sudden something else that's just as equally abhorrent as the other all of a sudden no one's everybody's quiet as a church mouse so people just people some people don't mind spending money but they don't like feeling like they're getting ripped off which right it's like well you're kind of getting ripped off one way or another so you're you got got to pick one i'm like if you if you wanted to pay for something i would say fight for paying the least amount as possible <laughs> yeah i mean you got to pay what you i mean you got to you got to uh in some cases you have to have your voice through your wallet and um, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't do that. I mean, when you really look at like the seventy dollar thing, like people are still going out to buy these games. People bought MLB the Show, even though that game is a is a phenomenal game. But I I don't mind. I mean, we already took the stance on how I feel about purchasing games. I don't have a problem paying that much for them. But the ones who complain about paying that much, they still go out and buy them. That's the issue that I have, and I think you pretty much said the same thing. It's like, why would you complain while handing your money to the same, you know? to the cause you know it's like no if you really don't like this wait till the games get on sale or find Mm -hmm. another way to get it cheaper like you know if it's that big of a deal and if enough people do it then you will probably see a change i think even with um at at one point in the beginning 
when they announced it, they did they backtracked a little bit because people was actually saying something. But then again, they slipped it right back in, and then the second time, nobody said anything. Remember, it was a big deal with 2K21 at first, and mm-hmm. people were really fussing about it. They were really mad yep. about it. And the 2K, I think it was one of the 2K CEO or one of the big guys up there kind of said that, well, we're going to make a change about it. We're not going to do it or whatever the case may be. But these other companies did the same thing and nobody says nothing. So guess what 2K is going to do? Right. <laughs> They're going like, to go right back to it. It's like, you know. so Like Sony mentioned that, hey, our first party games are going to be $70 on next gen. Everybody quiet as a church mouse. Right. They only they only said something when it was 2K at first. Remember, right. 2K was the first one that, that stated it, and they were the first one that said it. But now it's like, you know, people like... I think one thing about Sony, a lot of people kind of give a lot of give Sony a lot of leeway since the PlayStation 4. Like, a lot of people are sitting here saying that, you know, they make great games, so $70, you know, please, sir, may I have another because you made great games. Nobody's saying anything. You know, 2K has always been a little bit scrutinized with their loot boxes. So they, just, well, I ain't gonna say loot box, but the microtransactions. So I see why I can see why people are saying it. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't say these things because it curtail your needs. And I know that sounds crazy, but what I'm saying is, you should say this for the greater good of gamers everywhere. Because just because 2K is doing it, hell, next thing you know, Monster Hunter could be doing it. Then, like you said, EA could be doing it. Or, you know, um, you know, then you have Ubisoft doing it. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's doing it, and nobody's saying anything now because, oh, it don't affect me. Well, we heard that from before. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's just that, you know, that, that needs to change because I think that's what makes us different here. We only talk about, we talk about stuff that affects us, but we understand the other gamer or the other side when it comes to not only just this topic, but like with video games or how we feel about Madden or MLB The Show or we have our gripes about it, but we also tell you like, this is where you can probably find your enjoyment out of it, or this way you may find your lane, but we have our gripes and we're going to let it be known. Um... Joe Number says, mass complaints cost nothing. Banding together to boycott a game is harder. Folks don't like being told what to do, and others have to have the latest. The last part right there makes the, that that's the part that I have a problem I have right there. They have to have the latest. And at what cost? It doesn't matter. They will do it. Then you have some people who are content creators. They will have the latest and greatest, knowing that it's detrimental to the gaming community, but they have to have those likes and those clicks and those subscribers to, to boost up, the ad revenue come in. So they will do it at a cost of your or the collective enjoyment. Why do you think Cyberpunk 2077 was pushed oh, yeah, so hard? Cool. It was pushed so hard at the beginning, though. Now... As far as the beginning part, folks don't like being told what to do. I'm like, well, they're being told to pay $70. I mean, apparently they do like being told what to do because they're paying it. <laughs> so it's that's what I'm saying. A lot of people's priorities con- contradict what they sh- what they could be doing in this situation to help themselves out. It's just like saying that. Like it's just like people who continue to vote for Nancy Pelosi and she says the shit that she said earlier in the evening. Right. Babe, I'm trying to not to bust out loud laughing. You know that, right? right? All right. People will continue to vote for her despite the shit that she does <laughs> and says. So it's just like <laughs> man, it's just No, it's crazy, but that's how people do. I mean, this is it's 
I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, even when, like you said, like when you try to play, it, it, it runs rampant in politics. It runs rampant in gaming. It runs rampant with sports teams. It runs rampant all over where you know the collective good is like, it, 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 the collective good is more important, but you have your personal situation behind it. Therefore, you don't say anything. Numbers, I got I got what you were saying about hey. as, as far as a content creator or a regular person well, suggesting a boycott. It's just that at, yeah, at a certain point, it's just like, this head, baby. you know, you're, you're, you're paying, paying for a game that you know has constantly not been finished or, or has come out at 100%. It's always come out at like 80 or something percent, and you're paying full price. And it's just like, that's something that shouldn't be a conflicting priority. But apparently right. it is. Uh, and Joe Numbers also, I'm saying being told in as a content creator or mm -hmm. a regular person suggesting a boycott. The the pro See, this is the thing. When you suggest a boycott, it has to be under the right circumstances. It has to be presented in the right way. It has to be presented in a way where, where in, in a way where when you're looking at it and you hear it, how it's being presented, makes enough sense to say, hey, I can get behind that. Uh, Complimentary as is this a Carmelo? Yeah, this is a Carmelo Anthony jersey. Yeah, this is a collegiate 2003 um, Carmelo Anthony jersey. Um, yeah, but um, like I said, with the this whole thing with the with the PlayStation Store, this the whole thing with the PlayStation Store situation, you had a few content creators who presented it the right way, and it made sense for the average person, even Xbox fanboys, was like, okay, that's fucked up. We're gonna say something about this. Apparently, you have people. Like, say, for instance, something's wrong with 2K. You got live fanboys come out here and say, ha, ha, ha. Bitch, you don't even have a game. So, you know, it's like, what are you to be, you know, for the sake of basketball, you should be like, yo, that's messed up. Let's just get this done. You know what I mean? But you, you just have people that do that. Now, and it's, the, now, there are ways that you can actually get it. Like, like you was just suggesting is the fact that you can convince a whole bunch of people to boycott something without telling them to boycott it. It's the way it's presented. Exactly. It's the way it's presented. Because that's just like like with the PlayStation Store situation. Now, I hate going back to this. Or well, hell, even with the um, the Xbox $120 um, thing. Or like you said, with the, um, the loot boxes in Star Wars. They didn't tell people to boycott. They just like, look, this is messed up. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where people was like, yeah, okay, you know I think this is messed up too. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it, it's just the way it's put out. They're like, "All right, this is jacked up. We need to say something." And I mean, same thing with fixed franchise mode. It took people to realize where, like, yo, when people saw those those updates to Madden Twenty One, it wasn't Madden Twenty One. Yeah, when they saw the updates to Madden Twenty One, and they saw the patch notes for Madden for, uh, for franchise, like they literally had like real updates for all these other stuff. But they had patch notes for the franchise mode for a new game. Not the regular game, but for the new game. People looked at that, and when they read that, they was like, okay, that's messed up. We, we, not only we need to start a hashtag, somebody needs to say something. Right. And, you know, and, and I think that's the main thing. Because when you tell somebody, like, all right, I want you to not buy this because of that. Nine times out of ten, that makes people buy stuff. Case in point, why you think Madden in the Sim community was still being bought by a lot of people in the Sim community? 
that save 65 sounds cool but you're basically telling people not to buy something and that's the way people say you know what i'm gonna buy this shit anyway well you also have a situation and i'll discuss more of it on my show tomorrow about there's a whole bunch of alphas in the community and you know what happens when you get a whole bunch of alphas together and not enough betas so <laughs> i'm gonna tell you something right now and i don't want i'm not trying to ruffle any feathers but i'm gonna be honest with you everybody in the sim standard was trying to be an alpha oh that, that was apparent that was obvious yeah. and, and it's not a knock on them but that's just history you can go back and look at it go back to the channel it, you will see it yep so you know and i mean that's one of the that's one of the reasons why i ain't gonna say it's the reason but it's one of the reasons why you see a collective of seven to eight people are down to two maybe three and to be honest with you, all those guys with great minds could have really, it, it, it could have really been something special if the miscommunication and the lack of trying to fix the miscommunication was, um, you know, was there, you know, and I think that was the, that was the main problem. But, uh, you know, that that's a whole nother story for another day. But, I'm not but, trying that, to... but that does go into what Joey number said about, I think the word boycott triggers folks was causes some to go against the grain. Yeah. Egos at the end of yep, the day. That too. Because it, so, uh, some people, and I'm not even saying this for, you know, you know, push the whole sim standard thing aside, you know, because it's not about them. You can look at a situation where if, let's say, for instance, I saw a content creator say boycott this and I'm on the verge of probably trying to make that same video or try to make that same live stream. Or if I was something like I thought about it, but never put it to it, put never put it in place and I saw him do it and he gets all that attention. You know, I'm not this type of person, but another content creator would be like, oh, shit, he did that? Man, I'm a body game anyway. Fuck all that. I ain't nobody going to listen to him. I, I'm sorry. People do that. Y'all tell me tell me if I'm lying. Tell me y'all don't see that. Like, if somebody do something that you thought that you should have done or you just you uh, missed the deadline, I ain't going to say missed the deadline, but you missed the, the, the time to do it, and then you see somebody else do it, how many times you seen somebody else say, like, man, father, I'm not, I'm not going to give him no recognition. Uh, and they go against the grain. Well, case in point, remember a certain uh, YouTuber said that we were walking around here with no nuts, and you see what happened there? Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 You know, and, and and that's the thing about it is like when when you try to present a problem, and, and I think I, I don't know if we do the best job in the world, but we're honest about the problems that we see in the game. But we also got to be honest and show the the big the whole picture. I cannot, and it, and it's one of the reasons why I don't like to do breakdown videos as much because it always tells the one side of the mm -hmm. uh, of a story. Because DJ's main problem with Madden is just basically the outside stuff that's off the field as far as the wear and tear, the you know the actual modes or whatever. I think the game plays a pretty good game of football, and I don't mind showing that off. Unfortunately, not too many people like to show that off. And, and it's not like a knock on DJ, because DJ's never been the type of person to do those type of videos, but it's just like, in general, like, throughout the community, they, it, it, what the, what was the old saying? If it bleeds, it leads. It has to be oh something bad. It has to be something bad for people to get clicks. So like, like my last video I did with Madden 21, when I showed the good, you know, the, the pressure to cause Teddy Bridgewater to throw the, inner, the incompletion. That type of stuff is not be, I, I, I don't, I'm gonna be honest, outside of NYKEA, I don't see anybody else actually showing stuff like that to uh, uh to the extent that it needs to be shown because 
nobody in a million years would ever, if you tell somebody like, yo, this isn't Madden, they'd be like, oh, you lying. If you just tell them on the surface, they won't, they won't believe it. Or like, say, for instance, in, in, in 2K, like, you know, when they have certain things that, that they improve on or something that's not good, if you tell some people, they'd be like, yeah, right, or whatever, until they have to actually see it themselves. So it's like, I, I don't I don't understand it. Um, what's going on, Jared Green? Good to see you. Good to see you guys. If you guys haven't already, hit the like button. And um, also check out all the links down below. We're doing a lot of big things over here. Don't, don't, don't let the numbers fool you. We got the best content in the world over here, I believe. Joe's number says, there's enough evidence and data out there to boycott Madden yet. Still here and we are with one football game that's shallow and half ass. I agree. I think there's enough evidence and data to uh, to boycott Madden. I think it's enough data to, to let the NFL really know what's going on. But the problem is the NFL don't know anything but exclusivity and money that comes directly from EA. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think the NFL gets any money from any of the revenue that comes from the sales because I think they get all their money just based off the exclusive license that they get to, that they get from the the NFL pays them. I don't think they make any money off of per sale of the game or how many microtransactions they get in the game. Maybe the players do it with through mutt, but I don't I don't think the NFL does. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I think they get all their money off front uh, up front off the exclusive license. Well, that and then you have stuff like Game Pass and EA Play Pro where they also get money up front from that. So it's it's just like they, a lot of people are getting this because it kind of leads into that that, that one game deve, uh, developer uh, who was with Sony Ben that sat there and said, if you want to support the developers, buy full price on day one. I'm like, no. You know what? I'm glad you said it. No, no, I'm dead serious. I'm glad yeah. you said that because I was tempted to put that as the title in, mm -hmm. uh, in the title because I thought that was a, a, a bullshit statement, but I, I wanted to put that under the umbrella of Gamers Uniting. I don't think no gamer should unite to, to pay for something in hopes of having another game. What if that second game isn't as good and, I, and I'm investing my time on a game that's probably don't even worth is worth full price to begin with. If the first game's not worth full price, why should I buy the second game that's supposed to be quote unquote maybe better? Why would I do that? I I look at it like this, you know, when he said what he said, and it was, I got his name's John Garvin. Yeah, John Garvin. Yeah, he's the original uh, creator of Siphon Filter and stuff like that. So he yeah, where where where's that franchise? You you want to be talking it's about with shit. him? No, you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about paying for games. If you make a decent Cypher filter, I might buy, play that. I might buy that. Yeah, there was another guy that Dave, David Jaffe interviewed that also worked at uh, Sony Ben Studios that also, I think he also worked on Cypher filter along with Garvin. Uh, I forgot his name, but it's like Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross was the other yeah, guy's okay. name. And he was saying, as far as Cypher filter is concerned, they're not sure what else they can do with it as far as because this whole spy, you know, military tap has been played out as far as they're concerned. But as far as um, Garvin, the problem with his statement comes from the fact that Days Gone released buggy as fuck. And there are a lot of games that are like that. And you're making this outcry to, hey, support us by buying the game day one now we've had this issue before in the sports gaming world with all pro football 2k8 because yep. not an, and this was mostly because 2k's marketing we all agree that 2k's marketing could have done way better 
to get more sales. But the reason why there wasn't a 2K9 or 2K10 or just something, even on mobile, is because nobody. Or, or it could be just. Yeah, or it could have just been like all pro football. I didn't even have a need a number about behind it. Like say if they wanted to do another one for mm-hmm. the next generation for PS4, it could have just been called all pro football. Yeah, they they and, didn't they, they didn't even do that. And and the thing is that game would have gotten more support because it wasn't a buggy mess when it released. But not only that, you don't do you realize what all pro football on 2K it is? A lot of people don't realize that that's basically like the beginning of it was it's basically fantasy football before fantasy football. That's basically what it was. And if they could have came out with a game that actually worked now, or let's say seven, ten years ago when fantasy football was really popping, they could have redeemed themselves off of that game. And people and the thing about it is people were telling them that. Not, and that's one thing I will say. One thing I will say for the most part, there have been a good I ha- I don't know the number, but there was a handful of people that wanted 2K. To come back with their football game it, for for over a decade and they've done a pretty good job of trying to push it the main problem was 2k did not listen to them it wasn't like oh it's not enough people saying something right they just didn't listen to them and i've been saying like yo i've been on record saying yo, it's up to 2k 2k knows there's a website out there i'm gonna see if that website's still up okay. i've been on I, i've been on this for for like at least five to six years let me see if it's still up. I'll be damned if this shit's still up. Wow. It's still up? Bro, it's still up. Look at this. I'm going to show this to y'all. This is 2K5Rosters.com. This has been up since at least... And look, it's been updated at least since... Mar- oh, it's been a year since it's been updated. So you mean to tell me... These guys have been updating these rosters for all the way up to 2020. And 2K don't know nothing about this? 2K didn't know anything. And, and, and not to mention, I just did a video on this where they're modding it on the PC now. They're, do, they're doing a college revamp. I, they ain't doing a college revamp. But they're doing a college revamp style of NFL 2K5 where they're modding the game just like they're doing NCAA 14 on the PlayStation 2 emulator. But look at this. 2019, they did 1998-99 rosters, 2014-2015 rosters, 2017-2018 rosters. This 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 makes no sense. You you they know this is the problem. When you talk about games uniting, these guys did their job. The 2K football community did their job, but 2K just did not give a damn. It, it, there's no way you can't tell me they didn't know about this 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 website. And and, and and that's the that's the main problem with you know the other side of uniting is like well does it really matter when you have you know the companies just act like they don't know anything because like i said earlier about the next gen version they've been doing this all the way up to 2020 so you mean to tell me 2013 you know what i'm saying look at this i'm gonna put it up go ahead and say what you got to say dj i didn't mean to cut you off no, you, you didn't really cut me off, but I just saw I saw what Joey Numbers put up there with um, he puts in there are too many issues with issues in gaming. Companies make easy games for influencers to attract masses too. Many alternate agendas which hurt everyone. Yeah, it's basic. It's overall divide and conquer. 
is is basically is just like you know get as many people to have their own individual individual agendas as possible so they can never come together on just one specific overall agenda to go against the game exactly it has to be something catastrophic like the ones we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. it has to be something really big for for people to do and it's it's a shame because if it's small some of these small things are just as important as the big ones and some people don't realize it look td mavens right here 2018 2019 roster and i think somebody's working on a 2020 or 2021 roster i'm not really sure but i heard it but i don't think it's on this website but this website is still up and running. It's still active. I wonder if I could click here and still download a roster. Let's see this. Yeah, and you see that Neff is here. So look at that. I, I just downloaded the goddamn roster on, on right now. This one's for the 360. Okay, for a single game, it's usually free to franchise. Okay, but this is they, they're still active. This is unbelievable. I, I I don't understand it, and it's that's the stuff that really made me mad at 2K because like yo y'all know these guys are craving for a football game. They have a dedicated website to you guys, and y'all do nothing. Well, it's funny. Um, there's a a concept called a calculated risk or or whatever, uh, or collateral damage that most companies will account for when they you know put out something a game. That's true. I understand or whatever. So EA, because look. You did go on a bender when it came to SpongeBob, but they knew you was going to do that. <laughs> they, right, matter of fact, right. they were hoping you did that. Mm-hmm. I know because it, well, it, you know, because any, you know, it, not only me but others, any type of press is good press. At the end yes. of the day, it, at the end of the day, any type of press is good press. So uh, is is totally understand. Neff one, good to see you. He said EA fixed the uh, AI to be believable, not perfect. Correction, not perfection. No game will ever be perfect. I think the thing about the the current generation of EA, I don't think it's. I don't want to sound crazy. I want you guys to understand. I don't think it's improved. I just think they have use of more animations to make it look better. I guess that makes sense. I, I don't yeah, because when you're talking about AI, you're talking about decision making. Now, selection of animations, um, if right, they improve that, that, that's a form of AI that, you know, that it's not really affecting the actual decision to be in one place or another. I think that's where we need the advancements to go, where it's affecting okay, instead of going to point B, I'm going to go to point C or point D or point E, F, G instead of just point A and B. Right. Like I said, like like the AI, you throw throw a high pass, Mm -hmm. they may have a different animation to catch that ball. So that looks good. AI, they throw a high pass, the the, the, the receiver sees the ball and don't go for it. (laughs) You kind of say, you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's kind of like that that's kind of the analogy I was trying to make. Or or here's or here's the advancement to that, which would be uh, result number C. Uh, there's friction between the quarterback and the receiver, and he don't give a shit. So he's just like whatever. Just looking at the ball, or or they're doing that um what game the maximum football um technique when they just looking at the ball. <laughs> That's one thing maximum football did very well. The head tracking was really good at maximum football. Right. I, I, I that was that, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. I, I I give Maximum Football a lot of credit. Their head tracking was great. 
Neff also said, I cannot play the game in the current state. It's in AI. It's unplayable in my humble opinion. And I totally understand. There are some situations where um, the AI is uh, is is um, really questionable. You know what? I, the way I read that, Neff, that would have been a self-home. Self-home. <laughs> t- talking about I'm ho. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, at the end of the day, it works. But it's just that I think it it just has to be presented in a way. I think this whole situation with the PlayStation 3 store being shut down, it, it kind of made me think about it. It's like these gamers, and it wasn't just gamers from like one sector of, of the console world war. Like everybody kind of got up and said, hey, something ain't right about this. I, I mean, this because it could be the Xbox one day. You saw Nintendo, the Wii Virtual Console is gone. And that's a shame because they had some great games on there. And um, so I guess even Nintendo was like, yeah, something isn't right about this. So um, it's good to see. Hopefully we'll see that in other stuff. You know, that'd be great. Now, um, okay. now in regards to that specifically, I'm, my question comes in, at what point, because not a lot of people talk about these old like you and maybe a handful of others are like it's like we're, trying, we're, to, we're, trying to find a unicorn in gaming as far as people talking about old games yeah we're 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 in a, we're we're in a, i'm in the tr- trenches of the old games <laughs> so it's just like you know where was this love for older games before they were about to close this great question because i know me Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the retro gaming community, you know, I, I watch all their videos. I, I'm not even going to go down the names. I mean, they're bigger YouTubers than I am. But, like, people like My Life in Gaming, Adam Korlick. Um, you also have um, the Happy Console Gamer, um, John Riggs, Metal Jesus. You know, I follow all those dudes that actually mm-hmm. follow, you know, the retro gaming scene. So, those guys, they're entrenched in it. But, you know, the casual ones is all up in the uproar. Like, oh, my God, the store is closed and we need to do something. Nah, bro, shut up because y'all don't y'all probably don't even have the consoles. You know, I mean, like, I'm real uh, I'm real about mine. I I got the consoles like see, right here. And the know? funny thing is is they're the reasons why they wanted to close it in the first place. Right, you're the, the people, reason. The, the hardcore gamers who already have these games, already have these games, Empire playing them whatever. Right. That's it. You just yeah, yeah. The only reason that the people like me are standing up and saying something like, "Yo, these are digital," co-. and and the thing is, it wasn't even about the store closing, DJ. It mm-hmm. was the fact that once the store closed and the internet is cut off to these consoles, you're going to be in a situation where you bought all these di- this digital content and you can't play it because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's tied to the internet. That was the big deal because, like, listen. I got all this stuff behind me. I don't want it to be a situation where the internet says I can play this game or not. That's bullshit. So also, like, let's say, for instance, I think Metal Jesus made a video. That's a very good uh, point. What about, and this this is ran by Sony. What about Sony who has all that, all that music? Prince, Metallica, they have all this digital music, all these digital movies out there. All of a sudden, you buy a new Blu-ray player and say, "Hey, that old Blu-ray, uh, that Blu-ray player, or that you know that uh, Ultra Blu-ray player you had, the old one, it won't play none of this stuff anymore." Oh, that new such and such you got that plays music. Oh, it's not going to work anymore because or the old one's not going to work anymore. So um, if we cut everything out, 
you're not going to be able to listen to Prince or, or watch any other or t- Terminator 2 anymore because you bought a digital. And if your Blu-ray player is not tied to the Internet, you can't watch that movie. You know how insane that sounds? That's it sounds really dumb at that point. Now you think about it like, OK, I can't play. I can't watch Terminator 2. Or I can't watch Scarface or whatever, because my Blu-ray player is not linked to the Internet. That's some of the dumbest shit I ever heard. So for people like me. I like digital stuff. I, I like the convenience, but I want to keep what I purchase. I, I I don't think I don't think that's a bad argument. If anybody's against that, you know, you're a dick, and you you know, I'm not gonna say my son's behind me. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say what I would think about that. Wait, 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 ridiculous. hold up! You've cursed in front of your son, and that's man, right. I ain't fucking cursed in front of my son. What the hell are you, you talking did? about, man? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, talking. About. Dang, but no, but no, seriously, it's like you think about that type of stuff. Like, if you have to be connected to the internet to watch, and I'm not talking about the streaming stuff. I'm talking about like if you digitally have the game or the or like a movie, like you buy a Blu-ray movie, and it usually comes with a digital download as well. Like all of a sudden, you can't play it because your Blu-ray player. Why are you? Why do you need your Blu-ray player tied to the internet anyway? It's another story for another day, but mm-hmm. I digress. But um, like I said, it's just at the end of the day. It's all about how it's presented. And I think it it was presented to the point where everybody in the gaming community said something. The retro gaming community stood up and even some of the fake and phonies who, you know, got to go back now. Oh, I got to go buy a PS3 now because I want those games. You wasn't thinking about that two weeks ago. So, you know, you know, so let's 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 not let's not do this. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we go, which, you know, man, I should have wore my uh, my Redskins or my. I can say Redskins. It's, it Wait is a, a Redskins. I, I got you. I should have worn my. Hold on. I got y'all. I'll be right back. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'll be back too. No, I'll be back too. Y'all take a break. I got to do this. I'll be back. Hold up. Okay. You know what? I'll say, what When he comes back, I'll go and do what I got to do. I got something for y'all. But anyway, okay. So since I got to hold down the floor for a few seconds and my concussed status. All right. So. Joy numbers, I will speak to this. You said, as I stated, games today are made easier for influencers and new gamers. Us OG gamers who embrace challenges and true elements of simulation are no longer viewed as the top demographic. That is true. I agree with that notion. Uh, case in point, uh, games having easier than easier modes that you can select. A lot of the journalists are playing at that difficulty level when they get these new games because obviously they have deadlines they have to meet. So they don't want to be inhibited by, he got himself an RG3 jersey. Yes, I have an RG3 jersey. Why would yes. you get an RG3 jersey for Alex Smith? Hey, that's the only one I got, man. Shut up. Well, here we go. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the com- um the uh, people in the comment section real quick. Nev says, "No, let me go before I do that." Yeah, this is yellow, baby, but it, this balloon's no good no more. I can't blow. You're trying to blow up the balloon. That doesn't work. He said, "As I stated, games today made it much easier for influencers and new gamers. Us OG gamers who embrace challenges and true elements of simulation are no longer viewed as a top demographic." Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Neff says that I do not hate Madden, but backbreaker show individual AI. Yes, it did. Madden just doesn't feel like football to me. AI takeover is just bad. The problem with Madden is the AI takeover is to the point where the AI takeover is to the point where 
it's like more of a collective instead of individual. Oh shit, you got an Alex Smith. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, you got an Alex Smith. I'm hating. I'm hating. Yes, I have an Alex Smith. Jersey. I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm hating. I'm Everybody hating. fan card pulled as of today. Well, I, I'm not a fan, but I I, I like RG3, so I bought an RG3 jersey. But um, oh, I have those too. I know you do. <laughs> I, I expect you to. You're right. You 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 know you're Washington football team fan, so I totally understand. Um, yeah, the problem with Madden that the AI takeover is the problem is it's collective, not just individual. If the AI takeover was individual, I probably would be able to, um, I probably would be able to tolerate it more. Mm-hmm. Neff also said he loved retro games of all kinds. Same here. Uh, Neff also said DJ's a fucking beast coming from a Cowboys fan. He got Art Monk back there. You see that? And he got, he got, he said he got RG3. And I have and my jersey. Custom made. Yeah, yeah, it's just custom jersey right there. Right. I gotta you get know, I gotta get down. I got that. That, I got that whole thing of DJ eighty one is there for a reason. <laughs> day one it's been like this. Well, you can see I, I have my uh RG three, Robert Griffin. It does have it on the back, and you see Robert Griffin the third. And you can see there you go. Damn. All right, let's get into it. Alex Smith, he's retired. I don't know if you guys don't know that he um he has retired what was what three, four days ago? Yeah, about a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, he actually created an Instagram account, which he 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 doesn't have any social media. Anything that was being communicated social media wise was done through his wife. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he now has an Instagram account in which through his Instagram stories, he communicated to the world that he was retiring, and it was a very first class, first like grade A production. The thing about Alex Smith, the one thing I like about him, not just the, the Redskins, you know, he's on the Redskins, but the fact that he played for Kansas City and he played for San Francisco, mm-hmm. and every time he played, he played the game the right way. I mean, so much that um, it's so much that could have went down with his career in San Francisco, but he stuck with it because I think his first five years he was having um, five different offensive coordinators and stuff like that. He was destined to be, you know, um, you know, a, a, a legitimate bus, and um, a lot of people did took him for granted. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be any good. Then Jim Harbaugh comes in. Not only that, people thought it was just Jim Harbaugh, but when he went to Kansas City, he had some success. And even when he came to the Washington Football Team, he had success as well. Unfortunately, he had a really bad accident, and not accident, but the injury, and. Um, he did come back to play, but he ended up retiring. And the reason why we're talking about Alex Smith because the fact that he did come back from that injury and actually played pretty decent. So I heard this somewhere else on um I can't remember where I heard it from, but I want you guys in the comments to um think about this or give us your feedback about it. Me and DJ was talking about it, and we're thinking that the NFL should change the name of the comeback player of the year to the Alex Smith comeback player of the year. What 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 DJ, what are your thoughts about it? You if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment because no one in any sport has come back from that type of injury. Right. That was almost like a Joe Thosman type situation. Well, no, it was a Joe Thosman. It was one okay, okay, okay. It was literally exactly on the day on the spot of the field, well, not exactly. His was at RFK, but I'm just saying uh, yard marker-wise, it was exactly on the same spot, same day, uh, I guess same week that it took place. And, you know, 
thank God for technology, but also people people underestimate the will of the human spirit right. to come back from that because he originally was just I'm like his thought was was just was small on this. I just want to be able to walk with my wife and I want to be able to play with my kids. That was his original thought. Right. And also thank God for the military. Thank God for the folks in uniform that, you know, because of the mentality that is in the military, it's kind of forgotten in regular civilian life to when the tough gets tough, when things get tough, the tough get going. That was the old saying. And, you know, it was, and okay, as much as I hate to also give this person credit, former President Donald Trump approved a something, a clearance to have him be treated in in a medical uh, in a military veteran facility. So oh, really, that's actually rare that a civilian was. Yeah, able that's what I'm about to say. That's you don't hear so, about that at all. Yeah. So not a lot of people will know that. And even though I hate the man's guts, <laughs> I give him credit that that he he did that. So, but not only that, DJ. He 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 just wanted to walk. He wanted to be able to stand right. up and play with his kids and just do regular things. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he actually plays football. And he doesn't just play football. He actually played pretty decent. Winning and everybody football. winning football games. And then when he took that first hit, when he fell down, everybody gasped. But when he popped back up, it was just a really good moment. And everybody knew, like, okay, he can play. Still be a little cautious, but we, it was kind of a sigh of relief from everybody to know. I mean, not even just Redskins or you know, Washington football team fans, just mm-hmm. football fans in general. People that probably didn't watch football like that knew of his injury, just wanted to know how well he's going to do when he came back. So um, I know Joe Number says right here, he agreed he agree with us both. And I mean, I, I, I see, honestly, I see it as a no-brainer. I think within... The next year or two years, I think they should rename the, the the award for that because, like you said, we talk about the Adrian Peterson situation. I don't think it was necessarily a situation about him coming back. It's just that how fast he came back. Then you look at other people that had their issues with injuries and they tried to, but they never did. They right. weren't able to. But Alex Smith actually did. He, he kind of pretty much defied the odds and actually came back and played at a pretty – high to above high le- level you know so it's like i i think it's a no-brainer i think they should rename the um the 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 award after him because i don't see anybody else even coming close if not matching to what he's done as far as coming back from an injury yeah because that 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 situation with alex smith it became very transparent you know showing everybody his leg he almost lost his leg the various right. infections the number of surgeries he almost lost his life at one point and to be able to get back on the field and that first you know sack that he took against the rams and and um uh aaron donald that was the fact that he held up for a little bit before he went down i was because everybody held their breath at that moment he right and it wasn't just that one sack he got sacked over and over and over everybody everybody talks about that first one but he took several sacks that mm-hmm. game and he was able to like eventually struck it off and i think once he got that underneath his belt that's when also what was it the next game he almost went crazy with you know 
leading a comeback, but, you know, he got ahead of himself. But he's able to escape Washington with a winning record as a QB, which no quarterback recent in the last, I don't know, how many years, uh, two decades, have escaped Washington with a winning record. So, so, this is what I'm saying. It's like not only like with Washington, even when he played with um, – give me that, baby. Yeah. Oh, you want to play? Okay. You know, I'm about to put you in the bed, sir. Okay. He like playing catch. Even not only just with um, Washington, like even when he was in Kansas City or when he was when, uh, in San Francisco, he he done great things for the team, whatever the case may be. Neff1 says, I like Alex Smith on the Chiefs more than any other team that he played on. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, because his, Hold on, talents, I'll be back. his talents were definitely used to a greater extent on Kansas City. And he and you know his unintended mentorship of of uh, Patrick Holmes uh, pretty much was the most uh, efficient use of his skills and talent. And you know San Francisco was one of those situations where like he's the quarterback, then they get Colin, and then it's kind of like they bounce back and forth for who's the starter. So it's just like something had to be solved there. And then, of course, in Washington, there's a two-year gap in the last time he played and then this past season. So it's just like, just think if he would have kept playing throughout those two years. We were 6-3 and three when he got hurt. Right, and right. Yeah, y'all, y'all doing pretty good, exactly. 6-3, and three, playing against the Texans. So right. and, and of course in Washington there was a bunch of shenanigans going on. And I think one of those shenanigans played out because the coach uh, made a player inactive that normally would have been in that play that would have blocked the right person. So mm-hmm. yeah, way to go, coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Number said. <laughs> Joe Number said I had a similar injury to Alex Smith playing football for the Marine Corps. Those injuries no joke, and to see him ball out afterwards was amazing. Neff says, look at Tommy John's surgery, how people made it come back, and he made, he made, and others made. Alex Smith 100% should get credit and the name. I, I Like I said, I totally agree. Oh, I, and, I, and oh go ahead. To, to Joey Numbers, thank you for your service. I didn't know you was in the military. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, I remember he said something about. You may have said it back. a while ago. but Yeah, he but, said it a while back. I think it was like early, early. Yeah. But yeah, so. thank you for your service. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. J- Javion Dillingham, how you doing, bro? Good to see you here. Good to see you. But um no like I said I think you know looking back at it um I think they should change the name and 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 um he should be honored because like you said that type of injury was like really significant and people were like really wondering not only if he play again what wonder if he would be able to walk again right so one hundred percent behind that it was said that towards the end if that injury affected that calf which was a like a symptom of that of that injury because when you had that calf strain a normal person would have been back that following week but it because he didn't have much of a calf left right because of the infections had pretty much they had to remove a good portion of his calf he didn't have enough muscle to be able to recover from a calf strain so it was unfortunate he didn't get to play in playing their final game but he was able to do enough to get them into their um into the playoffs so you know hats off to you know a, a overall gr- good career um and a v- very much the top com- comeback story of all time yeah I-, I can agree with that definitely 
Um, pretty solid career overall. I think, you know, like the first five to seven years kind of held him back. But, yeah. you know, a lot of quarterbacks don't – they don't really, you know um, – they don't really survive after that. You know, you, you were here, like, say, for instance, you saw Tim Couch or you see, I mean, now we'll talk about Ryan Leaf, but you see a couple of quarterbacks who just don't do good that first couple of years. You never hear from them again. But he was able to stick it out and, and continue to be a team player and wait for his turn to redeem himself. And once, like I said, once they went to the Super Bowl, even though, you know, Ka- Kaepernick was there, you know, Alex Smith was pretty much the driving force through, that, through most of that season. And then he ends up leaving there and go to Kansas City and does very well there as well. You know, and like I said, you end up over here. It's like all throughout, like the Midwest, the West and East Coast, he has love for pretty much everybody, you know, throughout the entire nation because of the teams that he played on. It was like all the, the, the areas that he played at. Like everybody beloves him in the Midwest who played there in Kansas City, San Francisco on the West Coast, Washington on the East Coast. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, – I don't I, I don't know if the numbers support Hall of Fame, but he's definitely going to be recognized as, you know, one of the best quarterbacks that actually played the game based on what he's been through throughout his career. So I, mm-hmm. I, I totally, totally um, 100% with that. And Roger Goodell, if you want good faith, you know, go ahead and make that happen. Change the, uh, change the, change the award, the name of the award. I mean, I, I don't see um, why you just would name a comeback player of the year basically with um, – with what's been going on. I don't know Joe Numbers, I, man. I think it was his time to retire. I was actually yeah. expecting him to retire after the season because yeah. you got to think about the injury uh, issue. You got to understand that um he came in the league same time Aaron Rodgers did. Right. But, but just again, just back to the injury issue. Capturing kept him from playing games. Normally capturing. Now, those hurt, but... At the quarterback position, you can recover from those a lot faster than what he was able to. So teams, obviously, they wanted to look at him. They know what he can do when he's, when he's like, I would say at the, well, because at the most, he'll be 90, 95% healthy, that 5% being that anything related to his right leg. Right. Um, He couldn't, he couldn't get over that calf strain and it, because you you saw it affect him in the San Francisco game, and, like, and a lot of people don't realize that Alex Smith is naturally a scrambling quarterback. People people don't people don't know that he's right. he 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 naturally likes to move around in the pocket yeah, with he, that. He, he, you can tell when he was standing back there before the calf strain, the fact that he's jittery back there, right? And he's kind of like he'll hitch and hitch and hitch. He, no, he wants to take off. He wants to move, like you said. He wants to move around, be mobile. Yeah, he's a mo- yeah. He yeah, extend. He, he used to be able to extend the play. He's not. He, he wouldn't be that quarterback that he's. He was destined to be before that injury. Right. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know. Like he, he's not like. Obviously, he's not like a Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson, but uh-huh. he's more of the. I'll say he's more of like the Steve Young type that like to move around in the pocket, and if he has to take off, he will. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's just that with that leg injury, you kind of ask him to do something that he's not you know naturally known to do. You know, he's not like a you know let's say a, a Matt Ryan or a Tom Brady just want right. to stand there and throw. He's gonna want to move, and that's caused you know that caused concern to a calf injury or even with the leg injury in general. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really ideal. So I think after 15, 16 years in the league, he, he got drafted number one overall in 2005. Right. 
Yeah, because uh, Aaron Rodgers came in number twenty four or something like that. Yeah. So I know they was in the same draft class. And um, uh, so after all this time, I think you know if if the injury never happened, I could see him. Like I said, the injury didn't happen. And he got let go by Washington. I could see him going to another oh, yeah. team and play easily. Easily, yeah, easily. I could see that. Now here's the here's the other thing that that apparatus that he has on his on his on his leg that also affects him being able to push off. He can't right. without the 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 volume of the calf muscle. He can't he can't push off on his own. That thing. So if that thing were to malfunction uh, during a game, right? I mean, even if he did, his throws would be all out of whack. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if he did try to push off, even if he tried all his strength with that calf to try to do it, not only he hurt himself, but you 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 want to see wonky throws. <laughs> you really see him, you know. So, you know, most of his throws is basically off of, like, just arm strength because of the fact of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's – it's and not only that, like I said, even with that, he actually was pretty, you know, efficient. So, that just goes to show you the type of player that he is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Um, Joe Number says the guy went 5-1, and one, though. At least keep him as a security blanket. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's he security also says, blanket with a hole in it. He said the injury does affect mental. See, we didn't even talk about that. It does affect the mental side as well. It's just a part of him didn't want to see him go. Well, yeah, we it, didn't, we just talked about mostly physical, but yeah, you're right. Well, it well we did touch on the mental aspect. Him being a, a mobile quarterback, and then that injury reduces him to a pocket passer. So right. his mentality. I've talked about referencing hitches. That that's his timing. That right. that's all like in the head, and the fact that if he he doesn't feel confident confident that he can escape then he's going to get rid of the ball usually sooner rather than later, which, you know, for him, it was about getting the ball, breaking down the defense, and then getting out the ball. Right, right, And right, plus yeah. he would have been able to do a lot of the RPOs and stuff like that. So because you, you saw what happened when uh, Heineke came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did see that. Did see that. I'm still amazed that this this roster was able was available for download on this website. That just goes to show you the website still up and running. Mm-hmm. To, you know, NFL, you know, 2K football. I don't know if they're going to come out with this game or whatever they're going to do, but they should be ashamed of themselves. They could at least came out at least with one game since 2007, regardless of what they say. Oh, licensing? No, nah. They could have came up with something between. Our, I mean, you gotta realize we had a whole generation without a without a, a, a alternative football game and i think that's the first time that's ever happened mm. what i mean yeah you could talk about uh maximum and access but and nah, I, i'm not really counting them. i'm talking about like a real triple a game this is the first time that the game uh alternative game have not more than one triple a football game has not come out in the generation that's pretty sad it's pretty we went a whole generation without an alternative hockey game too. that too you're right because the last one was 2k11 Jesus Christ! What the hell is going on in the sports gaming? We just talked about this competition returning. I, I'm starting to start to doubt that a little bit. Um, yeah. Complementary sports says Alex Smith should be a coach. What you think about that, DJ? I I agree a hundred percent. The work he was able to do with Taylor Heineke and um, yep. and even the other guy who was hurt. I'm like, I wish I wish you know Haskins would have taken it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, I'm sure Alex Smith was talking to him all the time. But you know, if anything that was an indicator that Haskins wasn't taking in a lot of this information was on video when that linebacker was like, "Stop staring down people," and Haskins like, "No, no, I'm not staring down anybody." And 
you I know, you know the thing yeah. is it's like it's so much talent there's times and then you know we we rely on our talent so much and it kind of be to our detriment I mean look at Michael Vick Michael Vick clearly said he never looked at the playbook when he was an Atlanta Falcon mm-hmm. and he was that good not looking at the playbook just imagine if he did look at the playbook right. you know what I'm saying like we went to the NFC championship with this guy and he did not look at the playbook that that alone is like amazing but mm-hmm. just, a, you know, if he did, it had been a different story, you know. But right. uh, you, you never, you know. And then Jamarcus Russell claimed he looked at the play. But you ever heard about that story? Yeah, I heard. They, you, they, we've, we've talked about it several <laughs> times. <laughs> they sent them home with a blank. It was like a blank um, video or a blank um, playbook. Uh-huh. They asked him, did he look at it and what he thought about it? And he told him what it was. And come to find out it was blank the entire time. Uh, well, yeah. Marcus Russell. Which there was a hamburger inside of it. That's what. Cheese that or some that or some lean. <laughs> that boy used to drink that lean, boy. But I, I don't have anything else, man. You you wanna um speak on anything else before we go? Nah, um, not nah, I, I really don't have anything else. Um, other than if let's see, Joey Noah says cold at LSU trash for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, definitely. he really was. He's right. He really he, was. He didn't get a chance to play for any other team in the pros. It was just the Raiders, and that was it. Yeah, that was got, it. Got fat. Yeah, they ran his ass up out of there. Or well, they rolled his ass up out of his fat ass. <laughs> but no, nah, anything else you before we do outros? I think we covered everything. Uh, I think that's it. That's that's all my concussed self can take for tonight. You did a good job. I don't know if you guys got here late, but uh, DJ did suffer a concussion in his latest football game. He, yes, he does still play real loud sports. And um, I'm glad that you were able to make it through because I was kind of worried about, about you for a while. But um, but you made it. Great. Good to know. Um, uh, thank you guys for coming through. This is number 230 of the First and Fairies podcast. Pretty good show. Talked about MLB The Show. Talked about Gamers Uniting. That branched off to another topic that actually was pretty good. I didn't think it was going to go that far down the rabbit hole, but it did pretty good. Same thing with Alex Smith. I think that turned out to be pretty good as well. Um, maybe we need to do a highlight on some players sometime down the road. Just do a highlight on Pacific players. Right. That'd be pretty neat just to talk about them. Maybe what some that are playing or some that are not. I think that'd be pretty neat. Um, outside of that, uh, I, like I said, I may get on to the uh Xbox and play some uh, MLB the show. Um, I may just cut on the stream, so I may be streaming and uh, I'll put a notification out there if I don't stream tonight. I definitely will be streaming tomorrow. Um, definitely will be doing that. So you guys check me out there. And uh, that'll be on the Twitch channel. Link down is in the description. And uh, that'll pretty much be it for me. And I'll let DJ do his outro. And we'll be up out of here. All right. So earlier I alluded to a topic that was. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did he say Jamarcus Russell sings with Joe to see? Not- Man, what? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was just Sir, <laughs> forever my fat lady. Um, <laughs> Jesus but, Christ. But anyway, earlier I had alluded to a topic that I was going to talk about on my show, which you can find on Twitch at EVO325, but I also multi-stream, so I'm also on, on YouTube. Um, what the fuck just happened? Episode 24, I believe we will go into Are You an Alpha? Beta, something else. We'll definitely talk about that, and we'll also talk about the Derek Chauvin verdict reading. I'll give you my thoughts as right. far as what 
how that went and the shenanigans surrounding it. So that will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'll send out the link and everything beforehand, and we'll give it a go. And also, just to let you guys know, I, all, I'm available on Spotify. I need that. I, I really need that link. I, I didn't. I didn't have it. I thought it I sent it to you before. Uh-uh. You showed it in past episodes. Yeah, I, I had to pull it up. I'll okay. pull it up. Go ahead, keep yeah. talking. I'll, I'll okay, but yeah, I'm available on Spotify. I'll send a link out for that too later on on Twitch. If VF pulls it up beforehand, he'll probably pop it up on uh, on the stream. I'm also available on SoundCloud. Uh, not really using SoundCloud as much, but I am using SoundCloud to get it on. Uh, Spotify. So uh, what the fuck just happened is on Spotify and on SoundCloud as we speak. I just have season three, so episodes 21, nope, wait, 21, 22, and 23 so far are up and ready for your listening pleasure. It's been great trying to transition to uh, deal with just an audio-only audience. It's really a thing. So uh, yeah, happy uh, and also you can find me on Twitter. There's mm-hmm. VF with the, the clutch link in the chat. You can also find me on Twitter, DJ81. And uh yeah, it was good topics, good discussion. And you know, I had to crank out had to get a Falcons fan in a in a Redskins jersey, <laughs> which is which is rare. But you know, kind of like a, a long overdue bet fulfilled. Not that we bet at anything, but uh, last time the Redskins and Falcons really did anything significant, the Falcons got their ass whipped by RFK. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, we had fun tonight. So thank you guys for coming through. And, uh, yeah, we'll do this yeah, again. That, yeah, yeah, definitely going to do this again on Thursday. Um, Like I said, um, the link, right? Uh, like DJ said, the link is right there. You guys go check out to him. Go over there and uh, subscribe or follow him on Spotify. Go listen to uh, the podcast at your leisure when you can't catch him live or hell, after you catch him live you want to listen to it again, download it and um, listen to him then. Same thing with me. I do my podcast um, on Sundays at 10 a.m. That is the VF cast. Uh, I talk about just regular gaming. None of the stuff going on as far as sports. I try to separate the two also, the VFCast channel, uh, like I said, same thing. I talk about gaming as well. Tomorrow, like I did say, I am going to stream. I owe this to you guys because Monday I was dead tired and I had to get up and work today. I could not stream. I was dead tired. I am going to do this. Complimentary sports. I'm going to do this. Uh, Antonio Wilson, if you're here, this is going to be streamed tomorrow, probably right before DJ stream. So catch me around 630 I'm definitely going to be streaming at maybe 7 o'clock. I'll do a couple of games of this, Madden 2001 for the PS2. I know you guys have been asking about it. Definitely going to be doing that. Um, but throughout the day, I'll probably be doing some MLB to show, probably some Madden. I may even do some more Remnant from the Ashes. I need to finish that game. And um, uh, Medium, I started playing Medium. I'm not going to necessarily uh, stream that. If you played the game, you'll understand why. It's not a bad game, but I don't think it's a good streamable game. But definitely, this is going to be on point tomorrow, right before DJ's um, stream. Definitely going to be doing some Madden 2001. You guys have been asking for this for a while, so that will be on deck. Um, um, When tomorrow? Around 6.30, 7 o'clock. I will be um, doing it then. If not, um, 
Yeah, it'll probably be six thirty, seven o'clock. If if not, it'll probably be after um it'll probably be after DJ's uh, podcast. One of the two. But um just be on the lookout. If you don't see me live by seven, it'll be after DJ's podcast. So um I will see you guys then. DJ will see you guys then as well. Go check everything out. Support all the good stuff. Um, doing good things over here. You guys are great. Thank you guys for the likes. Thank you guys for the feedback. It's been another great show. Good topics. And um, we'll be back on Thursday for episode 231. Oh, go ahead. Say one more thing because I'm about to say one more thing too. Go ahead. So as you guys noticed that BF was in um, a Syracuse jersey, Note that Art Monk also went to Syracuse. <laughs> that's the match. That's the correlation I wanted to put out there. So yes. Yeah, I had the Carmelo Anthony jersey on, but yeah, Art, Art Monk did go to Syracuse. Oh, four twenty nine. Um, nine days from now, we're going to be doing the uh, NFL draft here on the channel. So um, eight p.m. we'll be live, and uh, we'll be doing the uh, we'll be doing the draft live coverage and reaction. I'm going to try to find a way. I don't know if I'm be able to do this, but I'm going to try to find a way to have some coverage on the screen without getting striked. You mean struck? Same and thing. I, and I'm the one who's concussed. Well, strike is a word, isn't it? Yeah, but you okay. Used it I used it wrong. Yeah. Reading it, reading it is fundamental, y'all. Don't be like me. You're trying but, to um, tell the future. Struck is a future pretense. Right, 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 right. I, I'm trying not to get. I'm trying not to get struck. So. I'm trying to do it, so I think I got to work around it where I can, you know, have some coverage up, so it'll be like a real um, live coverage. So be on the lookout. Four twenty nine, we will be here talking about the draft. We can get everybody's reaction. That means you guys, if you guys want to come through and um, you know give us your comments or whatever, maybe we'll open up the line. Maybe we'll open up the lines and get some uh, feedback. We Might can do use that. our ticker to update. Draft picks. Yes, we can. Also, we can do. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Absolutely. Yeah, we can do the banner oh. flash up of the current pick, and then we can update it on the ticker. Yeah, That's I was thinking about. I was thinking about doing that, and I have another way, but I'm not. I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm gonna do it that way. Uh, because I want people to possibly call in, so that may be the plan. But you know, we're nine days away, so everything is on the ideal. Is everything's on the ideal block? So it's not, you know, set in stone. So. We'll see you guys then. Um, you guys take it easy, and uh, we'll fill you in on more of the stuff when it comes to the draft and other uh, things down the pipe. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all guys, be safe. Don't do anything that we won't do. And uh, guys, take it easy. All right, y'all. Peace. And relax. 420 is almost over. <laughs>